0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: I mention my baby girl in the interviews now, and I don't bring the problems from the 90s and the There's no reason to have a friend or two now. Uh Cause the kid's ready to tell you how he feel In a few vows Maybe I speak in general now But girl, I'ma do whatever just to keep a grin on you now Where I go, they with bikinis in the winter too now Don't you think about Ten lines on the skin of you now Why wouldn't I wanna spend a few down? Huh? Oh, I'm fit fast, shopping sprees, and I'm innocent child I ain't concerned what other men would do now As long as when I slide up in you, you brow. And any dude with you, he better be a kin of you now And I ain't jealous, it's the principle now I'm so into you No slip.
2: Mind, people. Jay talks to the people back on the airways live once again. Feels so good to be up speaking, talking about different things, different things that are realistic in today's world, today's society. And you have a way to communicate and to express what you see, what goes on in society and how it relates to your life and things that you may want to bring up in conversation. This is the place to do so with the phone number dialing into this program, 773 I am the host Jay, host of this program. Hopefully, we'll have more up and coming episodes. To check out the last few greatest episodes of this year, visit www.blogtalkradio.com/slash Jay to the People. Check out Jay Talks to the People on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and on the Facebook book group. Just search for that group of the program Jay Talks to the People. You shall find all different kinds of informative information about the show, about different things episode material and so forth likewise communicate leave comments questions raise questions into the Facebook group page and also you can email Talks to the people at yahoo.com Mr. Lucario welcome back to the show
3: you know, what's going on? How you
2: doing? Not too bad. Did you? I don't think you rap anymore. Did you, did you used to rap like that? Nah, back
3: in the day, but I don't really get the one. I don't really get, one. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't really get one. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess eventually we just eventually grow and excel into other things. Right. You have, Do you have any events or projects coming up that you'd like to tell to the people?
3: Yeah, so I got um, my seminar coming up, which is called the Bad Boy Seminar, which is on March 25th, uh, which is uh, this Saturday coming up. It's going to be in Times Square New York City, so anyone can get tickets. There's a few tickets left. You can go to MrLocario.com, that's M-R l o c e r i o dot com to get tickets to the seminar. It's going to be a hook, so you know, definitely uh, come out to that.
2: You have like a lot of people that come out. Like it'd be, it'd be a packed house.
3: Yeah, that's what we, that's what we, you know, getting it, getting it uh, to be right now. We got like maybe like, I think we already got like eight tickets left or something like that. But um, but so yeah, so there's still some tickets left. If anybody want to, you know, come through get those tickets and we'll make it happen. You know what I mean? Do
2: you are you the only one that speak, or is there like other people that speak along with you?
3: Um, yeah, this is gonna be me this time. Usually sometimes I do um, you know, I'll do an event with a a couple of a uh, few other people, a few other dating coaches and everything like that, but this one is is gonna be me speaking and, you know, um I'm gonna probably have my um my other dude Miles Cunningham come through and say some stuff too. But um yeah, that's pretty
2: much it. You know what I'm mean? saying? Uh huh. Well, I definitely want to thank you for coming on to the show today and just it. talk for a little while. We kind of want to pick up where we left left off last time. The last show kind of ended abruptly without warning. I'm <laughs> So we going to get back into get back into where we was talking about about the pickup lines. You were going into that. What were you saying about pickup lines?
3: Um, what was I saying about pick lines? I don't even, I mean, I just, as far as in general, when we talk about, when we talk about pick lines, you know, I don't even think, you know, guys need to concern themselves with lines, really, you know, it's more so just being in the moment and saying, you know, what you need to say in that moment to get the best desired result you, you want. You know what I mean? So it's like, a lot of times, like, guys think of, like, too many, like, things to say instead of just being in that moment and saying what needs to be said in the moment. So it's really, you know, trying to shift from, you know, trying to come up with something to actually just being there and then flowing with the situation. That's that's the best way to really make something happen when you're dealing with a girl, you know.
2: And then what about, you know, online dating, speed dating, blind dating, mm-hmm. triple dating, what are your thoughts on
3: those
2: <laughs> type of methods of dating?
3: Yeah, I mean, I like I like online dating. I think online dating is good because you know it gives you a wide variety of people to choose from. But you know, it's one of the things where you, you gotta be able to like stick with it and and stay on it because a lot of guys I know they'll you know go on Tinder or Cupid or one of these sites, you know, and and they they have um, like these weird expectations when it comes to the, it online, so they don't realize that online dating is more of a, it's more of the long game. You know what I mean? Meaning that you gotta put in some some time in order to get results, especially as a man, because you know on these sites they got a lot of girls who are getting hit up all the time, hit up every day, whatever. So uh, the thing is, is that you gotta you know keep you know putting that putting in that time to really um, connect with with a few women. You understand? So like. A lot of times, guys will go on Tinder or OKCupid or something. Or let's say OKCupid, they'll message like four girls, and they'll be like, "Oh, I already, I messaged four girls, and none of them got back to me." And I'm like, "Well, you got you got to message like 50 girls to get one to get back to you." Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just the nature of online dating. You feel know what I mean? So, but the thing is, is that the better you put your your profile up and everything like that, you'll get a better chance in you know in the situations. But that's the thing with the online dating. You just got to understand what type of, um, you know, platform that is, you know. And as far as, like, blind dates and all that and speed dating and everything, you know, that could be cool too. You know, I'm not really too into the whole blind date thing because, you know, I want to see who I'm going to see. You know, I want to know what I'm about to see. And um, speed dating uh-huh. is cool, but it don't really give you enough time to really, like, go in how you really want to go in with it specific woman. You understand? So it's like you you can see a whole bunch of different women at one time but you know, it's not designed to really uh foster any type of like flirtatious situations or building sexual tension. It's kinda like you just meet people, you you're really quick and then at the end you sort of like, you know, try to make something happen. But it's not it's not really a situation where, you know, you could really get down how you really want to get down.
2: You know? Right. Are you into like double dating or is that just something that's not really your taste? No, I I could double date, I would do that, you know. There's, there ain't nothing wrong with double dating. You know what I'm saying? If
3: you if you with somebody and then y there's another couple, y'all do something fun, you know, that's that's cool. You know, I don't I don't I hardly see people do that that much nowadays. Um, unless it's like, you know, a couple that knew another couple for, like years and they're all friends or whatever. But other
2: than that, I usually don't see it that way. Yeah, and then I forgot to ask you this last time because you was on the show back in February. Uh, what do you feel about? How do you feel about Valentine's Day?
3: Oh, Valentine's Day. See,
2: Valentine's Day is
3: is you know, it's 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 one of those things where it's too it's gotten it's like you know one of those too too commercial. Like it's not really anything that is anything you need to take too seriously, you know, I know a lot of women take it seriously. And then a lot of guys who are trying to, you know, um, you know, suck up to certain girls or they have a wife or a girlfriend and they go all out and do all this extra shit. And so it's like, you know, it's something you can have fun with, but don't really take it too seriously. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the thing to to the way to come at it, where it's going to be more beneficial for everybody in the situation. Cause it's all this pressure uh, from guys who have girlfriends or wives to do something extravagant. And then, you know, the woman, they got all these grand grandiose expectations. It's just like, yo, you know, just chill and have fun with the holiday if you want to do that. But it's not really anything that needs to be taken seriously. What I, what I usually say is to guys, especially if they're single and they're trying to make something happen, that's a good time to really holler at certain girls because certain girls are really trying to look for some dudes around that time to make something happen with, so that's really like a good time for guys to really, uh, you know, put themselves out there and and get chosen. You know what I'm saying? So,
2: so how do you handle situations where there's that proverbial third wheel, like three's a crowd? Like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you deal with a situation like that? What do you mean, like where, like the you third person to... is like a male or something?
3: What do you mean, like if you go on like if you go on a date with a chick and there's another person there? Is that what you saying? Yes, mm-hmm. I mean. Well, first of all, if you're going on a date with a, a woman and she brings a friend along or somebody else, you you need to end the date right there. Like don't or you know don't start the date. Just be like, let's say I met up and then you see her with somebody else, and she's like, oh yeah, this is my friend. You just say, hey, listen, you know, um, let's do this another time. when it's just me and you, and let's keep that moving. You know what I'm saying? You know. Or, but if you're in a situation where, let's say, you know, you're at a, um a bar or something and you're talking to some girl and let's say she's there with her friend, but you're really trying to make something happen with just you and that girl and her friend is sort of like there, you know, in in the situation, either cock blocking or whatever it is, you know, sometimes you might just have to exchange numbers with that girl and just see her another day. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when that third person is there, nothing can really go down a lot of times because that other person's like going to kind of like throw salt in the game just for that person being there, period. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, you always got to try to make the situations that you're dealing with these women, when it comes to dating,
2: just straight one on one type of situation. Yeah. All right. Good information. All right, folks. That's it for now. You take a little break. You're just back in just a moment. All right.
1: That's what it is. That's your money. And you need to know how it works so that you can work it for you. Because The bank is going to work it for them. It's their job. They have people on it 24 hours a day.
4: um, How it bothers him that black people, which he is black, say that they are proud and black. And he had identified it perfectly As far as what are you proud of about being black? You were born black. It wasn't an achievement. Proud means being proud of an achievement. You've earned this or done that or were recognized for this or that. You raised great kids. But as far as being proud to be black, you had nothing to do with that.
5: Well, ultimately, we're supposed to be universal people who can function, with maximum efficiency, anywhere in the universe that we happen to be at any given time, even if you blindfold us and drop us off in some place we have never been and never heard of. Mm -hmm. The way we should be trying to go is that when the blindfold is taken off, we can look around and say, oh, I think that I can operate here. Why? Because I am here. And I think I can operate with maximum efficiency. I've never been to this place. I don't know what it looks like until now. I don't know what is what and who's doing what. And if there are any people here, I might be the only person here. But there are trees and there are rocks and there are waterfalls and whatnot. I'm a universal man. Or I'm a universal woman. I can function anywhere in the universe with maximum constructive efficiency. Now that's the level we should be thinking at in anything that you come up. If you mention sports, oh, I can do that. I can climb a mountain. If you mention going under the sea, oh, oh, the ocean. Oh yes, I know something about that. I can go to the bottom of the ocean and come back up, still breathing, uh, name something else. Well, do you know how to build a house? Oh, a piece of cake. See, that's universal man, universal woman. These are the aims that we should be striving for. We should, go, we should be trying to be people who have never really appeared on the planet. We should be, that's where our aims should be. And we shouldn't settle for anything less. Universal man and universal woman.
4: the People, the host Jay had asked me to tell you all something, and that is to give thanks to all those who have stopped, took time to stop by and listen to Jay Talk to the People radio program. The program is an interaction-based platform for you guys and ladies, the people, to speak up and speak out, from current events to personal views to controversial matters. Be part of this show, this new season, this new day.
2: Jay Talks to the People right back at you once again all over the web search for Jay Talks to the People and you'll find something that you can take home with. Alright, so I have my guest today Mr. Lucario talking about different things of the dating world, and most importantly, how to win the game. How to win the game. So, uh, Mr. Lucario, I had a... Uh, are you doing good so far?
3: Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm killing
2: I had a guest on a few months back. And you know we were talking about like this we got onto the subject of intimacy and she was telling me that you know being intimate has nothing to do with intimate intimacy of itself has nothing to do with anything sexual so it doesn't really matter who you're intimate with and i was telling her that I kind of prefer to be, if I'm going to be real close to someone, physically close, I'm physically comfortable with a female as Mm. opposed to a male. Mm. So my question to you, Mr. Lucario, if you had to choose to dance with someone, dance real close with someone, who would you choose, a guy or a woman?
3: Of course, a woman. I mean, I mean, unless you know, unless you're gay, you're gonna choose a woman. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, I mean, I mean there's
2: nothing, nothing sexual now. It's just you
3: know. No, but that, but see, that's the thing. That's that's still that's still sexual though. Like if you if if you're dancing with somebody, you know what I'm saying? And you, just like if you watch Dancing with the Stars and all that other stuff and. They be doing all that, you know, like either you, oh, you usually see them as, as a woman and a man dancing together. You heard what I'm saying? Because you're you're getting in close proximity, you know, with another person. You know what I'm saying? So there's still a sexual um, element to dancing. You know what I mean? So that's that's why, you know, a lot of times when, um, you know, you have those like kids, whether you're having the proms and all that other stuff and. They'll have like the chaperone there because, and they'll, they'll like separate some kids because they're too close and all that other craziness. Like it's it's still that um, on a subconscious level, it's still a sexual element to um, the dancing. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why, like even in clubs and all that other stuff, it's like you you you'll hardly ever see <laughs> like two dudes, you know, going up and dancing with each other. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Unless it's a gay club. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 That's all it, you know, that's what it's allowed, you know?
2: But well, what about a uh, father dancing with his daughter on her wedding day?
3: Well, that's, that's different because that's a, that's an, a, in a different context, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you have, like, uh, uh, two or three guys dancing together in, like, a dance troupe or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're doing a performance, that's one thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But if we're talking about two people actually like, coming together to dance, you know what I'm saying? That's usually, in, you know, 90% of the cases, it's more of, like, it's it's because there's sexual undertones with that dancing, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if, you you know, like, back in the days, I would go to these, like, Jamaican parties and stuff, and, you know, when they be winding up on people, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's a guy winding up on a chick. You never, you know, you don't see... The guy's running up on guys. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a sexual undertone to all of that
2: stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Well, uh, give your take on being a wingman, running interference, you know, having the circle and having friends introduce you to, you know, potential mates. Right.
3: I mean, well, having a wingman is good. You know what I mean? Um, it's not even it's not necessary all the time. So I like I think a lot of guys they they won't go out because they're like, well, I ain't got nobody to go out with, or, or, or you have a wingman, so then they use that as an excuse to not go out and make something happen. So you can still go out by yourself, but having a wingman is good, especially when you're in situations where there's more than one girl in the situation. You need some, uh, you know, one of your friends your wingman to handle, uh, you know, the other chick so she doesn't cock-mock you. You know what I mean? And um. And so, you know, I, yeah, I think it's, it's it's important to, you know, utilize the wingman, but also I always tell guys when it comes to wingman is that your wingman has to know what he's doing also because sometimes you have guys who don't even know how to be a wingman and they'll mess the whole situation up because they don't know how to be a wingman. You know what I'm saying? So on my, on my YouTube channel, I actually have um, a video that talks about how to be a wingman and it's like, you know, different steps on how to really, you know, make that happen and everything. You know what I'm saying?
2: uh-huh and uh people introducing your friends introducing you to other people that like a good oh yeah
3: that yeah that, i think that's good you know as long as the friend knows knows your taste you know what i'm saying like as long as they know like the type of person you're into you know what i mean so then that could be real beneficial because it's like if you know your friend like a certain type of girl he's like yo i, I know the shit I'm hook you up, or you know, or vice versa. Like you know, some chick might know some other girl that she, that she, she can hook you up with, or whatever it is. And you know, that could be beneficial because the person that's um, getting hooked up with you, y'all you know the same people. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. That girl will be way more comfortable with you just off the bat because you know the other person, and they know the same person. So you know, that'll be that'll be a good uh, thing to do if you could do it.
2: Uh, give your take on submission, like who are wearing the pants in the relationship, you know, men paying for dates. Like what's your what's your words on that?
3: Right. I mean well, the thing is is like, you know, when it comes to like submission and which a lot of people don't understand is that they always look at like being submissive, especially when it comes to women as like being a doormat and being, you know, uh taken advantage of and all this other stuff. But well, when it comes to submission in a relationship between men and women, both men and women are submitting to each other basically in a certain way. So, you know, the woman is submitting in a sense of she is cooperating with the man to be in that relationship and to follow his lead and to, you know, do what she has to do and play a position as a woman. And the man is also submitting to the woman by playing this position and being a man and leading her because the thing that people don't understand about leadership is that leadership is service. You understand what I'm saying? So you're serving who you're leading. You know what I mean? So it's always always this back and forth uh, between the man and the woman You know, at the end of the day when it comes to submission. So there's always going to be that thing there anyway. So I think that in order for a relationship to flourish and to actually, you know, um, basically go in the direction that it really needs to go, um, you know, there has to be submission in you know, going on inside the relationship but a lot of times people look at submission as this curse word like oh so I'm not submitting and that's not right and all this other stuff and then that's how you know people end up in relationships that don't really work because people don't understand that there needs to be um, some sort of submission in that situation for the relationship to work
2: now there is a person by the name of Mr. Solution, if mm. people out there, Jay talks to the people audience. If you search on Blog Talk Radio, you should find a Mr. Solution, He's the author of a book "Principles of Success and Communication." I'm kind of paraphrasing that title like a mug, but he talks mm-hmm. about men should make sure they're on an even playing field, and that they should always try to expect women to approach men as much men approach women, have strategy of setting up dates or events or different things like that to either make the dates not cost so much or not spread so much money, maybe try to make arrangements for couples to meet in parks or things where you're not really splurging too much in the beginning until you become serious or when you know a relationship is established. And I right. think you, Mr. Lucario, talked about men paying for dates or we probably need like a refresher. In the beginning, should men be paying for dates or should it be an evening playing field or should it be, how should it be in the beginning?
3: Well, in the beginning, especially on first dates, um, you know, it's either, it either should be, you know, uh, you setting it up in the way where, you the, you know, you and the woman is putting some money in. But if that's not the case or if that's not feasible at the time, um, you know, you can pay for certain things, but it should be, like, super cheap. You know you understand what I'm saying? So a lot of guys will go all out on the first date. And, and also end up, you know, trying to impress the girl and thinking about what she wants to do. And I always say it's better to, you know, take a woman um, on a date that is something that you want to do. And it's sort of like you're just bringing her along to a thing you want to do. So it's like you're not really going out of your way to do something for her. You're doing your thing and you're bringing her along with you. So, um, you know, so let's say even if the date doesn't go well, at least you went out, you wanted to. you went to a spot you like. You went to this place you wanted to go. But as far as, like, the money is concerned, you know, like, for example, I told guys, hey, you know, take a chick out for a drink and then say, hey, look, I'm going to get the first round and you get the second round. So you're setting it up to where you're not just paying for everything. She's also chipping in and putting something in inside the situation. You understand what I'm saying? Because the thing is on the first date, both of you guys are just starting getting to know each other. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know if y'all like each other. You don't know if you, you really like her. She don't know if you really like you. So it doesn't make sense for you to – always be the one putting up a whole bunch of money and, and, and going and doing a whole bunch of extravagant stuff. And then, you know, you don't really like this girl and nothing really comes about it. And then you wasted a lot of time and money at the end of the day, you know, dealing with this chick that nothing really came about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's always say like how to, you know, keep the date cheap or, you know, try to make sure that, you know, you set it up to where you, you and her are putting something in. You know what I mean?
2: All right, and with the thing about women approaching men, now, is that mm. something, let's say from a man's perspective, I guess that person or that guy would just count himself as very fortunate that that would happen, but I guess your advice or strategy would be is to always take the initiative anyway, is that correct? Yeah,
3: you should, I mean, you should always approach women you know, just in general, because, you know, you are going to see women you want and you approach them, but, and also too, most women aren't generally going to approach guys, so it's kind of like, you know, once in a blue moon, you know, like, only a certain percentage of guys are going to get women who approach them, even if a woman sees you and she's attracted to you or she might be interested in you, most of them are still not going to approach, so it's kind of like you you have to approach, you know, 99% of the time anyway, you know what I mean, so, I so guys to, you know, get used to approaching, um, you know, women, but also if a woman approaches you, you know, you should be um, open to that. You know, you understand what I'm saying? And you shouldn't, you know, make it like an a awkward situation because, you know, it's a lot for a woman to actually approach you. So if she does, you know, that's showing like, a, you know, a lot of interest. You know, women aren't socialized to do that. So if she's, you know, going out of uh, or breaking the social norms and, you know, if she's brave enough to actually come up to you, then, you know, you and, and you're into her or whatever, you think she's cute or whatever it is, you know, definitely, you know, keep that going. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, she's making it blatantly obvious that she's choosing you, and then you just, uh, you know, keep it going and make it, you know what it gotta do
5: what I got to do. Okay.
2: All right, folks, just a little, just another little quick break. Be right back.
1: That's what it is. That's your money, and you need to know how it works so that you can work it for you because the bank is going to work it for them. It's their job. They have people on it 24 hours a day.
4: Oh, um, how it bothers him that black people, which is he is black, say that they are proud and black, and he had identified it perfectly as far as what are you proud of about being black? You were born black. It wasn't an achievement. Proud means being proud of an achievement. You've earned this or done that or were recognized for this or that. You raised great kids. But as far as being proud to be black, you had nothing to do with that.
2: Alright folks, Jay talks to the people I have my guest Mr. Lucario and here's how he's going to tell you to win at the game Mr. Lucario, speak on about the period of infatuation honeymoon period things like that
3: Yeah, well I mean that's just usually when people first get together, everything seems perfect Um, they're looking at the person um as you know the, the the fantasy of who they expect them to be or they they want them to be and also the person is putting their best foot forward so that you know you seem you you're not really seeing the real real person you know what i mean so a lot of times that's why um you know it's best to sort of like get to know people in the long term to sort of see who they really are if you're trying to really make something happen with them but what i tell guys to do especially when they're dealing with women is, you know, you have to ask a lot of questions to sort of figure out the type of woman she is. So then you can do all this on the first date, first time you're meeting her, so you can, you know, dig in, sort of get information and sort of fill her vibe out to see how she really is because a lot of times, you know, um, people are going to present themselves a certain way and then, you know, you're going to have all this, like, you know, you're going to look at them with these, uh, this 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 like sort of fake, sort of, uh, you know, phony type of um, vibe that they're giving off, right? But that's not the real them. So it's kind of like once you start mm-hmm. to see the real person, then you see who you're know who you really dealing with and if you really like the person. So a lot of times like that infatuation stuff, you know, it's really just your, your judgments being clouded by who you think the person is, but you don't really know who they are. So it's really good to like get to know who the person really is so you can really see who you're dealing with.
2: Now, talk to the people, particularly particularly to the men, on not to become too serious too fast when getting a phone number, when first meeting the woman, when first seeing and speaking to the female.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you first deal with somebody, you know what I mean? Like, everything should be light and playful and just chill. Like, you should just be hanging out hooking up, having fun. And then if something that's going to happen that's going to, you know, become more serious, it's going to happen organically. You know what I mean? It's going to be where, you know, you and the person, you and the girl, is, you, you like each other, you keep seeing each other. You know, she's cooperating with you. You're actually interested in keep seeing her. So it, it happens organically. So you don't have to, like, rush into anything. You don't have to, like, try too hard to, you know, uh, keep her interested in technically, you know what I mean? So it's just more so go with the flow. And then later on you can get the other stuff. But it's like when you first dealing with a chick all you need to do is start to, you know, worry about it just having fun and hanging out and hooking up and then as time goes on, if she's feeling it she'll still, you know, keep it going and try to keep seeing you and if you're feeling it, you'll keep seeing her and that's how the long term
2: relationships happen. Yeah. because yeah, a lot of times you get too serious too fast you know guys mm. I think I just speak on this myself get wrapped up get their emotions into it and then when it comes to find out it ain't turn out how they expect it they get bitten real hard
3: right exactly exactly so you got all them expectations and then the girl ends up you know talking about she with some other dude and she doing this so you find out some other craziness and then you know it, it probably didn't work out how you expected it, and now because of the expectations, now you're you're pissed off, you're frustrated, you're heartbroken, all that other crazy stuff. So you know if it's gonna happen naturally, it'll happen naturally. You don't you don't gotta force anything. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't work out, you just keep moving to the next person. So that's to me it. Now, what is
2: what is black love?
3: Black love. I mean, basically just black people that love each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really, you know, all it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if we're going to define it, you know what I mean? Is like black folks love, loving each other, you know, black couples. You know what I'm saying? That's really all it is. You know what I mean? So, you know, because me, me technically, like, I don't even get too much into um, the whole, like, uh, labeling the love, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, love is love at the end of the day, you know, period. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really necessarily like a I don't, like, chop it up too much into little sections and all that other stuff.
2: Yeah, you hear this phrase, black love. I mean, have you ever heard of white love or any other kind of love, American Christian love?
3: I, I mean, you know, I don't know. That. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like you know, <laughs> you know, but it's it's and it and, you know it's not wrong with it. It's just like you know, it's just one of the things where like when we go beyond. Because I understand, like you know, when you when you, we're living in a society where you know race is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's you know at the end yeah. of the day it's made up, but it still is a thing. You know what I'm saying? So so I understand it, but. You know, at, at the end of the day, you know, it, love is just love at the end of the day when you when you break it down to its its core. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I, I just for real. It.
2: For real. Now discuss uh, reconciliation. You know, getting back together. Mm. <laughs> um, if it can well, work I... out, why not make it happen? <laughs>
3: Well I think it yeah I think it all depends like you know if I feel like if a person if you know two people broke up over something petty you know what I mean that can be resolved and it was like you know kind of like a misunderstanding then yeah I think you know people should get back together if they want if they you know want to make it work whatever but generally you know I always tell people like don't you don't need to bother trying to get back with the ex you know what I mean cuz a lot of times if you broke up or something, you know, that was legitimate or, like, something that, you know, the reason why you actually broke up because it wasn't working. You know what I mean? Something wasn't working, which is why you're not going back with the person. It's it's sort of like now when you're back with them, there's not there's, there's this pressure to sort of stay together because now y'all already um, broke up and y'all got back together. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, we got to try to make, make sure this works. So that pressure is on top of trying to um, have that relationship. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like instead of you two just going your separate ways and growing from that experience and learning from that experience, you know, you you're going back and falling back into you know the things that you were doing before, which isn't healthy in a lot of cases. So sometimes people gotta understand that breaking up is a good thing. You know what I mean? Because then it gives you perspective on what worked and what didn't work, and then you can take the stuff that did work. In your relationship And bring it to the next relationship You know what I mean
2: Alright well We're definitely gonna Stop it right there And hopefully We'll, we'll have you back pretty soon uh, Thank you for coming on Mr. Lucario
3: Definitely man I appreciate it thank You have the me As always
2: Where can people find you again Your content and everything
3: yeah, definitely hit me up at uh, com. That's
2: M-R-L-O-C-A-R-I-O
3: Dot com You can get tickets to the Bad Boy Seminar Which is on March 25th, 2017 And also check out my other website BadBoyMembership.com Where you get 25 to 90 minute Audio and video tutorials every month So yeah, hit me up there
2: Alright, definitely thank you for your time Mr. Locario, be easy
3: Alright man, take care, peace Later
1: i oh my, oh my. Just more in the flashing. I would have traded it all in orderly fashion. The filler in Florida, we crashing just off the shore so you can hear when the water be splashing. The drop top three in a quarter. We dashing the flawless diamonds and the border. We flashing the money. We all. And I make sure it be cold or be cashing. I can't really explain. I might be thinking I'm slipping. He's gonna be thinking I'm tripping. What kind of weed you be smoking? What type of drinks you be sipping? Sweet thing, just to think of you dipping. What had me with the blue so hard, you would think I was crippin'. Now, you relaxin' in the bins. credit to cause no limits, so you don't worry about maxin' when you spend. But since you have been asking my the friends, how'd you like it if both five names had Jackson on the ends? Huh?